Okay, one, two, three. Awkward! Rambo! <laughs> we suck. Rambles, the podcast that is so random that it will leave you feeling awkward. Um, this is our third po- first podcast. Oh my gosh. Uh, so we're not entirely sure what we're doing, but we're just gonna dive right in. Um, I'm your host, Mandy. And I'm your other host, Moses. <laughs> um, our theme for today is festive holidays. Uh, well, Christmas and New Year's have long gone. But we do have Luna, 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 Luna New Year coming right up. Um, any plans, Moses, uh, on how to celebrate? Whilst you know, I mean, I know we're in Korea and we're on our own, and it's nothing special. But how are you gonna celebrate? Mm, well, pretty much for me, I'm just gonna kick it at home. I am going to be moving in the couple or in a few weeks so right now my focus is just organizing packing and selling as much crap as i can so i don't have to take it with me yeah um i think this is pretty much the time for most um you know teachers in korea to like move right mm-hmm. so it's pretty hectic i myself uh, i'm also moving i'm staying in my same job but i'm moving to like a colleague's apartment which is a lot quieter, less lights, and hopefully less noise. Uh, but yeah, the process so far has been kind of stressful because I'm just like, what do I do over this stuff? Finding a moving company? Oh my gosh, I didn't realize how expensive they were. And I kind of started to realize uh, why Koreans uh, kind of just throw their furniture outside on the like the streets and like just give it away and then just buy new stuff because it is pretty pricey um Mm -hmm. it's pretty crazy yeah unless you're like moving all your stuff together at once it's just there's like no point in like moving like singular furniture yeah because honestly it does feel easier to just toss stuff out and buy it all new again rather than going through the trouble of like moving it all and it doesn't and luckily for you, you're going to be moving just within the area. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm going to be moving out of this province into a new province. And that's going to be a first. So I've moved, what, three? This will be my third time moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the first time I moved from city to city, but within the province. And this time, and then the second time was moving from uh, from place to place within the same city. And this time it's going to be moving out of one province to another province. So that's going to be, that's going to be a very interesting experience. So this time around, it won't be as easy. Like I don't plan on taking all my stuff mm-hmm. that I did the first two times. Um, so pretty much since I'm going to be in a new location, which I'm not sure of yet. And I don't know what. <laughs> I will be able to have in whatever apartment I end up getting from my school. So I'm just going to get rid of everything and just start all over again. <laughs> but, you know, that's that's just the classic Korea last minute throwing info at you, you know, surprise yeah. kind of thing. But, you know, on the upside, you are finally 
moving to my side of the world. I mean, I know originally I came to your side and then obviously I left, uh, but like we're gonna semi be reunited, I guess. I don't know where you're gonna be, but maybe a little bit closer. But you know what? Knowing our luck is probably still gonna be like two hours away from each other. Most because... likely. Like... <laughs> <laughs> because I, you know, sometimes it makes uh, no sense to me, like how traveling works in like Korea. Because I know like in the middle, there's those awkward mountains and stuff that like make, you know, crossing from one side to another very difficult. But like, for me, like when I used to live in like Sangju, like from Seoul to Sangju was like two and a half hours, which is like really down in the middle of nowhere. Mm. But then even within Seoul, like you could go from one side of Seoul, like from where I am now, if I went to like Hongdae, like, or even like somewhere further, like Paju, mm. that takes also two and a half hours. And I'm like, but that time concept makes no sense yeah, to me. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, like, honestly, I feel like regardless of how you travel, it, the, the, the time it takes to travel is ridiculous. You would think, oh, taking public transportation might be faster, but then with all the transfers or all the, you got to go to this train station or this mm -hmm. bus station, all that, it takes hours. But if you have a car, that can still take almost, like sometimes equal amount of, equal amount of hours, even though it's more direct, but then yeah. you got traffic, and traffic in Korea can be terrible sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I've been driving in this country for eight years. And it is <laughs> honestly some of the most aggravating, frustrating, just road rage inducing experiences <laughs> I have ever had. Like, honestly, a couple of weeks ago, I think it was last month, I actually had a moment where. Okay. Never happened to me before. I actually got so annoyed at a driver, I got out my car. Oh, wow. Like, that was, would have been so scary. <laughs> it was crazy. Like, I was just, I was driving with a friend, and mm -hmm. I wanted to turn left, but there was a car blocking me from turning left. So I'm trying to, like, wait for this car to move out the way. Mm -hmm. But because Koreans like to park on both sides mm -hmm. of the road, so a two-lane road turns into a one-lane road, <laughs> yeah. he's like waiting to get for us to pass him so he can get into the the, land, the road that we're on. But then I'm like, but I need you to move so I can make this turn. And then the guy behind me honks me, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for this guy. And then like less than two seconds later, he honks me again. And I'm just like, ah. So I just like throw <laughs> open my door, like get out the car, just stand up and just stare at him. And then I'm like pointing at, I just point at him, just like, wait. And then I, I can see through like the the front window thing. And he's just like, yeah, okay, I'll wait. <laughs> that kind of thing. And I'm just like, like one, he did not expect, He, I'm sure he did not expect the driver in front of him to get out of his car. And two, he did not expect a large black man to get out of the car. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure I caught him completely out of guard, completely discombobulated, and he pretty much broke <laughs> I'm pretty sure his mind was just like, whoa, what just happened here? Pretty um, much, yeah. And then I get back in the car and my friends, my friends just looking at me like, whoa. Like, are you okay? Like, I've yeah. never seen this yeah. kind of thing. He's like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> like a slow clap. Like, yeah, good job, Moses. Yeah. Because you know? I'm, um, pretty, I'm pretty, like, 
calm when it. I, yeah, you are. Calm. I can't, I, I can't imagine yeah. you doing that. <laughs> I'm more. I'm more of a passive aggressive person when it comes to driving. So for me to directly like get out and just like stare this person down was completely out of my character. Like I didn't even realize been... what I was doing until I swung the door open. I mean, you must have been so pissed. But like, I feel like every time I'm on the road, even though I don't drive, mm. I feel like I get frustrated just as a pedestrian. Because I'm always like, you know, like back in England, where, you know, where I lived, um, like crossing the road, it was, it's normal for cars to give way and like stop at like zebra crossings. And, you know, people just having a courtesy for like other people. Mm. Obviously, there are still like, you know, issues um, in the UK where, you know, cars and bicycle, like cyclists yeah. and stuff. But like, I had never, ever felt unsafe, like back at home where, oh, my gosh, like, you know, uh, this car might not stop. But in Korea, I'm always like, it's so awkward standing at a pedestrian crossing because mm-hmm. I'm always trying to think, do I go or do I wait for this car? But then yeah. when I go, I nearly get hit by a car or like yeah. a motorcyclist who's like trying to deliver like food for someone. Yeah. And <laughs> it's so weird because it just makes it, it's like that concept of, oh, what I'm used to and the mm. culture here is so different. Yeah. Um, but like, I think one of the, the funny like road uh, or car like issues that I've ever had was, um, like you said, cars parking on like weird places uh i remember one time i was studying doing that uh semester in like sogang university for the studying korean and my goshi one which is like a like a very small student dorm place that i was staying at which was literally around the corner from the campus i was walking so this is like literally a five ten minute walk back to my like room and i was just walking on the pavement and i'm walking and i'm walking and then suddenly bam like a car hits me right and but like i'm on the pavement so what i'm like i'm on the pavement why did i just get hit by a car and then the, the second thing was the car was reversing into me he reversed what? into me he didn't even see but like i i do know like, in like korean cars they have like that super small little tv thing that like shows you where you're reversing they don't check oh, the their like rear view yeah. Mirror. Yeah. yeah yeah they they just look on that thing and it just beeps if there's like some obstruction but mm. like this guy this car hit me and i was i think it shocked me because i think i was joking about it like a few days ago when it, you know what <laughs> i haven't left korea yet without like being hit by a car and then there i was you jinxed yourself like, <laughs> i know literally like maybe 10 steps away from where i was supposed to go and i and on a pavement on a pavement hit by a reverse car that i was just like i had nothing to say i was just standing there wow luckily there there were people behind there was like people walking behind me, but only one person this like uh Ajishi, this older guy mm. he was like he went straight up to the car and was like dude you like hit this girl like blah 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 and then the guy apologized to him through the window but like didn't even get it and just drove off and I was still standing there like, yeah, okay, but they're like still what? processing. And then the guy came up run. to me and I was, he, he left, he left, but I'm like, <sighs> I, I was fine. But like, I, I guess I should have in like, now that I think about it, I should have like, you know, maybe she got like, that settlement money out of it. I should have faked it a little, but you know, at the time, I think just my head was like, oh my gosh, you know, I can't believe this happened yeah. and it literally was like a few weeks before i was gonna leave and go back to england because mm. um and but luckily the 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 guy came and was like checking if i was okay and i was like yeah yeah i'm okay and then 
he just like he went his way as well and i just went back into my dorm and i was just like did that just happen and i was like yeah it did and i was just like laughing at it because it was just so i don't know it's just so funny how that could happen Mm. i mean i don't know it's still it's still funny that i think about it like how hard of a bump was it like it wasn't too bad like i did get like a a bruise on like my like because it hit like it was like the bumper and stuff hit like my like hip and like my leg because that was where i was walking but it wasn't like a really bad bump where i would have like fallen like completely backwards but i did like it did bump me and then i I took a few steps back but it wasn't like really bad so i was okay but yeah, it, it was definitely... <laughs> that would have been the perfect like, time to get some of that tuition paid, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know, like I should have wow. I should have said something. I should have at least, because I, I now, a lot of people, when I joke about it and talk about it now, people are like, oh, did you go to the hospital? Did you get it checked? And I was like, no, did I? Was I supposed to? Of like, course, you got hit by a car. <laughs> I know, I did. Like, but you know, like people, some people are very calm in those situations. And I, I feel like I'm usually a very calm person, but... I think the fact that the setting was just so, like, I would never have thought. Like, you would never think that, right? You never think, oh, no. I'm on a pavement. This is where people walk. I would never get hit by a car this way, no. let alone a reverse. Like, a, it was a parked car that reversed into me. So mm. it's just like, wow. <laughs> I was just like, wow, this <laughs> this happened. So I was just like, cool. Um, but yeah. Uh, I've, I've, I've been in those kind of moments as like the driver where it's like being a floor no i'm just saying no i haven't <laughs> no, what i'm saying is like being a floridian being a native being a native floridian we also have our fair share of like really trashy drivers but mm. like at least we understand because like driving i feel like driving here and driving in america is quite different just in the sense that like here violations and like doing illegal things isn't as isn't as big of a no-no in korea i feel like compared to like in america like people here i've never seen people run so many red lights in my life like Mm. red lights seem to be optional in this country like a lot of the time (laughs) like it's, it's crazy but like it's so funny though when i'm driving and then like there's a pedestrian walk there's a pedestrian crossing coming up and i stop and they look at and then the pedestrians are looking at me like what are you doing and i'm like you cross i wait <laughs> for you you're the pedestrian i yield to you it's so the like, proper way and it's just like what what is this what is this special treatment that we're getting exactly we actually use this road <laughs> and i'm just like you're the you're the individual bodies i'm in the car i should yield to you let you cross and then i continue that's how it should be but they're so conditioned just to be like oh there's a car over there we i know i guess we let the car go first so he doesn't kill us i'm just like wow but you know, it's, it's always like you know sometimes it's those little moments that make my day like especially if i've had a really hard day and like even like it, it sounds really sad and depressing but like days that i'm like so 
I'm just like, I'm so done with today. Like, it's just been one of those days. Mm. And then I'm crossing a road and someone actually, like, stops. I'm just like, <laughs> like, in the, like, I, like, I'm literally bowing. I always bow for some reason. I'm just like, thank you. But I know they can't hear me. But I'm always like, love me, love, like this. But then inside, I'm, like, so emotional. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, they just stopped for me. And it's, like, so sad because that's, like, something that should be a normal thing that yeah. because it's, it hasn't been for so long that it's become something that oh i'm so grateful for and it's, <laughs> it's so funny oh man like i, think I, I had like... one of those i have one of those moments when i went on holiday i think it was uh japan i know korea and japan <laughs> probably shouldn't be talking <laughs> but like i went to japan with my friend and i think that was the first time where i realized that we got so used to that uh that cultural difference where crossing the road was like uh cars first more than pedestrian but we yeah. got to japan um, me and my friend was literally standing at the like the edge of the pedestrian crossing and we were just waiting and then this car stopped and there was this like literally 10 seconds delay where we both looked at each other and the car was like why are you not crossing and me and my friends were like why isn't he going and then they kept looking at us and then they were like gesturing like go and then we're like oh the pedestrian crossing is for us we can actually cross and then we were like oh thank you and then but then i'm pretty sure that the japanese local was like why what? what is wrong with these people oh, <laughs> like, these foreigners man crazy foreigners. Uh, yeah <laughs> but then again we were both asian like me and my friend were asian so they're probably just thinking again weird japanese people not knowing how to cross the road um yeah <laughs> The downside oh. of looking Asian, like everywhere I go, I just feel like they just think, what is wrong with this dumb, like local person that's just awkwardly being in places and not being able to communicate when they look like us, like what's going on? But I, uh, I have to say though, like I feel I'd prefer that and people just looking at me thinking, you're, you're, why are you so strange, you person that's like us? Rather, but you, true. when it's you, it's just like you're representing yourself as an individual, the crazy individual who doesn't know when to cross the road. <laughs> but then I feel like for me, it's just like when you when you clearly look different from like yeah, yeah. the populace, it's just like are all of them like this? And it's just like yeah, that is true. No. I I think there is there's definitely being a foreigner. There's like pros and cons for being like literally a a foreign looking foreigner and yeah. an Asian looking foreigner, right? Like with being, I think if you, you definitely obviously appearance wise look different, yeah. there are advantages and disadvantages oh, where like, you know, people, if you're lost, people are more willing to help you. Yeah. Uh, Cause they, they obviously think, Oh, foreigner lost need yeah. to save them kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I feel like a lot of friends have had good experiences and, you know, they've made a lot of new friends because, you know they are foreign yeah but then there's also like friends that have probably experienced koreans that just want to seem cool by making foreign friends and oh, being definitely. around them yeah. and having like these like kind of like not very organic and like kind of fake relationships with people mm -hmm. where they're like oh let's be friends and then really they're just trying to use you for you know your appearance yeah but then it's the same with foreign like her asian foreigners too like for me for example i feel like i always get the oh you're you're not a foreigner like you're not a foreign looking person but you speak english so they think oh it's it's not 
as cool to hang out with her, but she can help you with Korean, like English studies, not Korean studies. I need Korean studies. Um, <laughs> and so like, I always get into situations where, you know, I'm helping people with language exchanges and stuff. But then like when situations where I'm like completely lost and like, I really do wish I had help people don't know so they can't help me and it's sometimes it's okay obviously i i definitely the benefits of not being pestered by people on the streets going hey you know or hello like and speaking to you because i would so hate that like i i don't like that kind of attention so um i'm grateful that i you know for me that is like not a thing Mm. just because i'm asian looking but Yeah. yeah there is always uh uh up and downside to being somewhat different in you know appearance or just you know physically and culturally different so it's a tough one i feel like i feel like one of the people i feel like have the hardest time as foreigners in korea are like gyopos yeah 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 for those of you who don't know gyopos are essentially they're like korean they're ethnically korean but they're from different countries, like born and raised in yeah, a different yeah. country. So they're ethnically Korean, but not necessarily culturally Korean. Mm. If you'll say, but like yes, because I I have a friend who is like a Korean adoptee. Oh, okay. And so moved to Korea, did the whole thing. Didn't speak a lick of Korean, mm-hmm. but because he is Korean. Every Korean person, any, wherever we go, every Korean person just automatically assumes, which, I mean, fair enough, automatically assumes that, like, he knows Korean. So then he has to go through this awkward, like, this whole awkward, like, dance every time of just, like, I don't really know what you're saying right now. Yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. just like, oh, well, this is weird kind of thing. You're Korean. You should know Korean, that kind of yeah. thing. It's just like... Like I could not deal with. I feel like I couldn't deal with that person. I mean, like having to constantly go through this awkwardness of just like, I'm sorry, I don't know, I don't know, yeah. I don't know. For me, I get, I get, I get that pass because I don't. Because yeah. obviously, I'm a black guy, so like they'll just automatic. They'll just assume that I don't speak Korean. Even Which sometimes that's kind of offensive too in some ways. Yeah. Like I feel like to some friends of me, some friends of me. Oh gosh, I'm an English teacher. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't, don't qualify. Some friends of mine, like they, they're obviously foreign looking, and they, their Korean is like even better than me. Mm. And it's just, is for them, it sometimes it's frustrating because they're just like, dude, like I'm talking to you in Korean, yeah. like respect me by moments. talking to me. Yeah. But then they would always either look at me, and I'm like dude, she's talking to you or he's talking to you in perfect Korean. Like, I have no idea what you just said because I was not listening because obviously <laughs> I'm not your customer. But like, it is it is, it yeah. is weird. And I can see that's a frustration too. But yeah, I think Gyopos definitely have an- another layer. Like for me, I get that. Yeah. Where like, like I just said that example, like they would look at me for like translation. I'm like, sorry, like I'm not I Korean, but then, yeah. but I can literally, but because I, I know I'm not Korean. I'm like, I, you know, it doesn't matter. But then for them, it's like, they are Korean, but then I feel like there's like, I don't know, at least, at least if, if I put myself in their shoes, I would feel like, oh, oh my gosh, I feel so bad that I don't know my own language. But then it's like, I am Korean, but then I, there's like that kind of identity issue. And I, I used to have that with like being like, you know, Chinese, but then born in uh, England and like 
having that weird like oh who am I what am I kind of thing you know like oh thinking that I am like fully like a English person but then realizing when I go to school that oh I'm like one out of three Chinese people in this whole entire school and the other person is my brother you know like it's that kind of awkward moment and realizing okay maybe I'm not fully English so that's why but then going to like visit relatives in like Hong Kong and stuff and realizing and then all them saying to me oh but you know you're like a you know you're like a guaimui which is like another way of saying oh you're like from you know uh, your western kind of person um and I'm like but I'm not like and it's like who am I I can relate to Gilbo's because I feel like they're probably having that kind of identity issue where, you know, it's not their fault if they're like born in a different country or raised differently where they end up not being able to speak the language or don't know the culture very well. Yeah. Um, And I feel like the fact that they're willing to come back to like experience it and get to know their uh, ancestors and their family background, like which most of them are coming to Korea for that purpose. Yeah. I wish they would get a lot more like less slack for like not being able to do that and i yeah. i also know that they get the that different visa right which means yeah. that they're able to you know they don't have the limitations of usual uh teachers yeah. uh, foreign teachers at least and then so then some schools like they're really like not so nice and they would give them more work because they, yeah. they're able to and you're just like Dude, <laughs> like, treat everyone nicely. Why? <laughs> Why is the world like this? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it's not oh, easy man. living abroad for sure, for anybody. I think so. Oh, but you know, I feel like even the locals, though, even Koreans themselves, have such a hard life where they're just—I don't know. I don't think I could like permanently be here, like. I mean, at least I feel like if I was born in Korea, I would suck. Like, <laughs> I would suck. I would not make it. Because, <laughs> like, academically, nope, I would not make it. Like, yep. Uh, and then, and then, like, I think I would just end up being, I would have, like, disappointed my family, my ancestors. Wow. <laughs> dishonored to, dishonored to all my family and ancestors. And then, and then just be disowned somehow. <laughs> That's- like, Honestly, I told myself if I were to ever have kids in Korea, like I would, I would, I would happily let them enjoy like their elementary school years here in Korea. Uh-huh. But once middle school happens, I would probably like send them to the states or something, mm. just to avoid that high stress, like highly competitive Korean education system. But the problem is these days, like. Even if you wanted to do that, the, the that education system has started even earlier, right? Like if you think about kindergarten, like kids already going to like academies yeah. and like having extra yeah. curricular yeah. activities and studies. Like they're starting so, so young that like, I feel like even if you as a parent, which I'm sure like, you know, most of us, uh, or most people, who are decent parents want to do that. Like even for Korean parents, they wanted to be like, oh, I want to give my child a normal childhood. They want to do that. But then society is just like, 
oh, why did you not send your kid to like a private school? Do you not have money? Like it's all about the status and, mm. you know, that whole keeping with what society deems as normal. Mm. I think that's the hard part. Like trying to fight against all of that mm. to make sure that your kid has what the best that they need to like yeah. survive. But then what you think is the right thing later on, yeah. your kid could be like, mom, like, I, why did you not give me education earlier and then you'll be like i just wanted you to have a happy life and then it gets all thrown back at you like you know <laughs> it's such a it's i feel like being a parent these days is like super hard but then, it's just like i don't know i feel like though for for those kind of things the reason that education like education like the hogwans the after school academies all that kind of stuff starts so early is to give them as much of a leg up when it for middle school and high school that's why they do all these things but that's why i'm i'm taking them out before they have to deal with like middle school and high school because i feel like once they get to elementary school everything they learned in elementary school here in korea would probably put them ahead of most kids in the states oh yeah yeah yeah, definitely so, like they won't have to worry about that kind of stress of like having to take all these after school academies and stuff like that and i i would say one of the benefits of like my beautiful complexion is no Korean person is going to talk that trash to me like that. They're, they're not going to come up to me and like, oh, you're not sending your kids to after school academies. I'm like, yeah, and what? Like, oh, <laughs> I don't have that advantage. So you know, I, I, I've just decided that I'm just not going to have kids. <laughs> That's just the easiest way out. Um, oh, yeah, it's kind of... Don't let that deter you. <laughs> I mean, no, no, but like I, I also like I've been thinking a lot about that kind of stuff lately, mm-hmm. just because you know, again, society deeming what's normal. Like, as you get older, you kind of have to think about that kind of stuff. But um, I've never been one to follow like with you know society's norms, social norms, society's norms, social norms. Mm-hmm. Um, as you, because you know, clearly I trying to escape from that by moving to a foreign country (laughs) running away from my adult responsibilities like a (laughs) like the good old person that i've become um but i think i've i've been thinking more about like you know like if i was to start family more than having my own kid especially in like the society these days where it's so complex and just the world is such a mess that and I feel like that, that insecurity of, oh, like, I don't even know whether I could do a good job at raising a kid. Um, but I think mostly because I feel like there are actually a lot of, you know, a lot of children that have already been already in this world that haven't been given a home. Like their parents uh, are just like, you know. That's actually, and, yeah, something I've been thinking about as well. So yeah, I yeah, I've been thinking a lot about just like if I was to start a family, I actually would rather adopt a kid because I I don't know, like I know some people always say, "Oh, but you know, like raising your own kid is already really hard. Like how could you raise someone else's kid?" But then I'm just like, what difference does it make? Yeah. Like if like if if you have doubts about having your own kid mm-hmm. and you're like afraid that you can't look after it and you want to you know and the only reason why you're keeping or you have you feel like you have that responsibility to look after this child is just because you're blood related then i'm like you you don't deserve to be a parent you should rethink it you should you know until you are mentally mature enough to like feel like oh i'm capable of taking responsibility and raising this child and giving it a happy environment until you feel like that i don't think you should be a parent at all not just because 
you know, or my mother-in-law wants a child or my husband wants to carry on their like family line, you know, that dumb kind of traditional shit. Right. But for me, I'm like, I feel like when the time comes, I, if I'm financially able, that was, that's probably my biggest issue. If I'm financially able, I feel like I could love another child as much as I loved my own. And I would give them everything that I can to give them like happiness and like a good opportunity to like live their life because obviously you know they're already it's already sad enough that their parents didn't want them and you know children don't make that choice to be in you know come into this world so for me I feel like I rather adopt more than have my own like I'm pretty sure I can have my own and I would love my own uh, child and be a very good parent but I also feel like I could do the same for like you know someone else's kid and so that's probably more what I'm thinking about even with that statement like taking care of some other or like why would you want to take care of another person's kid I'm like but they wouldn't be another person's kid. Yeah, they'd be mine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, I've been thinking about that, too, because, like, half the time I just assume I'm just going to be, I'm just going to end up, like, single for the rest of my life. But (laughs) I, what I actually want to do, because, like, it's hard enough for foreigners to adopt in, like, Korean orphans or whatnot. And I don't know how that would even work. Like, being a single male foreigner in korea i'm sure it'd be like near impossible for me to do it but Mm. what i would have liked to do would have been to like adopt a like if there were any like a half korean Mm -hmm. like because assuming like there's like a half korean half black orphan i would love to like adopt one of those because then it would be like i'm in korea i've like i've been i'm i've been like all my nine years here, I've been taking in the culture, all that kind of stuff, uh-huh. like like ingratiating myself into all of it. And then I have my own like black side to myself. So I feel like mm-hmm. having like adopting like a kid because it's, it's there's already that stigma of adopting here in Korea. And mm-hmm. it's probably even more impossible for a kid who is half something else yeah. to be adopted by Korean parents here because one of the only benefit because like what she hears sometimes is like like parents will secretly adopt a korean baby and then pretend like it's their baby kind of thing mm-hmm. and but like that's not going to happen if the parents are korean and the baby's like half white or yeah. half black or or half some middle east or not middle east, middle eastern or southeast asian or something like that so i feel like those kids probably even have a harder time finding like yeah definitely parents so i would love to adopt like a half black half korean child but I don't know. See where yeah. the cards see where the cards <laughs> go in like five, ten years. See where I'm at at that point. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. but I feel like that's very good because like you know you're you're definitely gonna give a better op- give like an opportunity to that 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 child that yeah. probably is gonna be one of the like in terms of ranking probably the one that's gonna least likely to be adopted by a Korean family, right? And I guess for me, it's okay for me to adopt like any Asian kid because like, obviously I'm Asian. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. It's, it's definitely something that I've been thinking more and more each day yeah. or as time passes. Cause people keep asking me, Oh, you know, 
the classical Korean questions is like, you know, how old are you? Do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a girlfriend? Do you, are you married? Blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, no, 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 no. Like and then they're like, 27. Oh. Why aren't you married yet? <laughs> I'm like, uh, actually, I'm not 27. But yeah, leave me alone. I just met you. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, but yeah, these days, a lot of people some people ask and then they also mention oh but don't you want children and then i'm like no and then they're like don't be stupid and i'm like uh like like you don't know me like <laughs> like you don't know me why are you telling me what to do in my life like even my mom's like told me like oh yeah if you don't want to get married if you don't want to have kids that's cool you know it's yeah. your life and i'm just like cool so i don't i'm like if even if my mom has no pressure for me to like do those things like why are you random people like coming into my life like literally literally coming into my life like just passing by and asking me these kind of questions it's, it's kind of funny um but again i guess it's like another cultural thing where you know people are trying to be kind of uh like family like with you and like trying yeah. to get to know you but then they don't realize that those kind of questions are actually very personal and private and, and it kind of just like, okay. <laughs> like, and, I, yeah. And honestly, like single, like single person households in Korea are kind of on the rise anyways. Yeah. And it's just like, they're really shifting away from that whole married with kids kind of thing. Isn't that the whole problem with the population decline? There are less people getting married, having kids and all that kind of stuff anyway. So, Oh, it's going to be interesting to see where Korea is in 10, 10, 15 years. Yeah, I am too. Because these days I still feel like that whole traditional mindset of like, oh, if, you know, if your girlfriend or boyfriend, uh, if you're together and then you accidentally get pregnant, it's like, oh, straight away, let's get married. And I'm like, I don't know, like, it seems like they're trying to do it for being responsible. Yeah. But then I'm also like, I don't know, like, if you're just trying to be responsible because that's the thing you should do, yeah. then I'm like, I don't know, like, it feels weird to me. Like, I might be crazy, but I'm like, if some, if I'm like, if me, if I had a boyfriend and then I got pregnant and this guy had never had any thought of marrying me or anything, and then suddenly he's like, oh, you're pregnant, let's get married. I'll be like, uh, hell no, like, <laughs> I'm cool. I can be a single mom. Like if you want to, if you want to maintain this relationship and later on you feel like, okay, we can get married. Fair enough. But if I already knew that you never wanted to marry me and we were just like, it's like a, a, a fling or like just a short, like not, a, I mean, obviously a relationship, but then yeah. you never saw that kind of in our future. And then suddenly yeah. just because I'm pregnant, you just suddenly decided to do that. I'm like, no, let's not don't marriage is a very big commitment. And if you I marry you, I'm going to want to be with you for like the rest of my life. So yeah. so if you're just going to marry me because I'm pregnant and then later on feel like regret because I've like tied you down with a kid, then I rather you didn't marry me and yeah. just give me like a monthly allowance and I'll raise this kid, you know, like it's, I'm Sounds cool. <laughs> I know like, I'm cool with that. I will be that cool <laughs> girlfriend. That's just like, yeah, you can go. You don't have to marry me. But like, I feel like Korea has that mindset where like, Oh, if, if they have a kid, they have to get married. And then, but then it makes me, leaves me wondering whether those relationships are truly like happy or they're just like, Oh, because we followed the social norm 
it's okay. This is our definition of happiness and success. Mm. And I'm like, that's not my definition of happiness and success. I do feel like that's that's definitely that was more of the thinking like the past 20 years, but it started mm-hmm. to shift away from that. Cause I remember when I was still teaching in the countryside, I had a coworker and just like, she would like travel a lot or like, mm-hmm. like stay in her Daegu home kind of thing. And, but she was married and I'm like, I, I forgot why I asked her this one day. It was just like, like, do you love your husband? And that kind of thing. And it's just like, well, we just got married because we had to get married. They didn't get married for love. They got married to to get married. And I'm just like, so that's how that go. That that's yeah. how that works. Yeah, but I, I definitely do feel like it's it's shifting away from that, especially. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I feel like these days a lot more people are willing to talk about like divorce too, yeah. even Ooh. though it's like. What is the yes, name yes. of that? Like there was that drama that came out, Life World of the couples married world <laughs> i can't remember the name of it it was like it was like this whole big thing yeah yeah i think everyone was talking about it but yeah. i don't think i've watched it uh, oh it? my gosh that's gonna really annoy oh no i'm <laughs> gonna find it right now you guys are gonna be here while we find out the name of the drama <laughs> oh i'm just gonna type google korean drama uh uh married couple i'm sure i'm sure it's gonna tell me I'm sure like Bro, people the know the world of the married. The world of oh yeah. I, yeah, I heard that was a good one. Yeah, I I remember watching like the last three episode or like the last the two last before the three? final episode, just randomly, and I was just like, oh, okay. this is dramatic as heck. Yeah, okay. but. <laughs> Funnily enough, I have commitment issues, so that's why I haven't watched the drama at all because I feel like once I go into a drama, I feel like I have to sit through all of it. Otherwise, it becomes a really bad obsession. Well, I I keep going through my phases between Korean dramas, American Netflix shows, anime, just sports, and I just like go back and forth between them. And I'm currently in my anime phase right now with a little mix of Korean sports. So, because I, I think I just finished uh, my Netflix phase a little bit ago. I forgot what show. Oh, I was watching Snowpiercer. And oh, not the movie, there's a TV show now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard, yeah. I heard about so that. So I one. finished the first season. The second season just started, but now I'm on my anime phase for a minute. And I'm probably going to dive back into some Netflixing. And then eventually I'll like just see, oh what what dramas are now finished so i can just like binge an entire season of something but yeah oh, have we'll you still that. not watched like uh one liter of tears <laughs> the one like, that i reckon <laughs> i'm not, <laughs> not i'm not i'm not ready to be devastated man like like i the premise I don't even know how long i recommended that drama for you years ago but yeah, the, yeah. The, the thought, like, just knowing that she's going to die. And it's just about... Hey, don't spoil it for everyone else who hasn't watched Spoiler it. alert. One liter of tea. Everyone knows. It's in the, it's in the description. We all know she's going to uh, die. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but, like, just knowing she's going to die and, like, it's, all, it's just, like, a whole thing about her preparing to die. It's just... Oof. I mean, she didn't know that she was going to die. She thought she was going to live. Oh, did she? Yeah. She was oh, only yeah. like 14. Oh, then maybe it is a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> wow, on that note. 
Man, it came out like 10 years ago. If you haven't watched it by now, like, whatever. I mean, some people were probably uh, only just born, so they might not know about it. Actually, True. again, if you're, you only were just born, you'd be 10. Yeah. Or if you were born after the drama, you could only be a... Yeah, you'd still be too young to be listening to this, so yeah. <laughs> probably... Yeah, yeah, very random. Um, but yeah, on that spoiler note, I feel like we should end this uh, week's podcast, which, by the way, we did not talk about our feud at I, all. I noticed that like 20 minutes in and I was totally loving it. <laughs> I'm just like, no, but oh. you know, that's this, this is the purpose of our podcast that we, we mentioned from the very beginning that mm. it is called awkward rambles for a reason, just yeah. random conversations that we're gonna have yeah. that go oh. on multiple tangents. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, our podcast style kind of mimics Korean society where Anything can happen. Expect the unexpected. You're expecting one thing and something completely different. You just adapt <laughs> and grow with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's how we're putting it and classifying it. But exactly. really, we just have no idea what we're doing. And <laughs> yeah, we're just two weird people talking about random crap. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, on that note... Hope you guys enjoyed the first podcast and please join us again next week for some more awkward conversations. Bye guys. See you guys next or not see you guys. Hear you guys or let's hear us next time. Whatever. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.